Welcome to What I Wish I Learned in Law School. My name is Audrey Earhart, and I, just like you, am a practicing attorney, but I'm also the CEO and founder of Practice 42. At Practice 42, our goal is to build and sustain successful law practices across the nation. We do that in so many different ways, and I can't wait to talk to you more about that. Right now, I want you to know we're going to go ahead and focus on how you can become the next guest on my podcast, What I Wish I Learned in Law School, and share so much of your journey with our audience. I'm so excited. It's going to take about 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go ahead and jump in. With us right now is Ryan Seclary. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right. Tell us about your work that you do. So I am an attorney with the law firm of Porzio, Bromberg, and Newman out of Morristown, New Jersey, and I am a certified elder law attorney. So I deal with all things relating to disabilities and special needs and elderly individuals who are seeking long-term care. Um, So really just counseling families with the issues relating to disability and aging. Yeah. What drew you to that area of law? Actually, um, almost happened a little happenstance. When I finished law school, I started doing um, social security disability work, which has a a very big impact on issues relating to elder law generally. So I started there and it kind of got my interest peaked. And then I I moved to estate planning, which Mm. is uh, a little bit ancillary. And then from there is when I really got into Medicaid and government benefits planning, which yeah. is really my bread and butter. So it kind of happened organically for me. Nice, nice. And uh, you know, we were talking before we started hitting record about, um, you know, some of the, you know, now you've been in your your field for some, you know, some time, school was a while ago, but um, what were some of those things early on in your career that you if you were to share some wisdom with someone who's just, you know, they're in school, they're just getting out of school, like what things would you recommend for them? So for me, I think the biggest tip I have for um, recent graduates is to try and get a mentor because learning the area of the law that you want to become an expert in can be very difficult on your own. Um, I unfortunately didn't have a a true mentor when I first got out of law school and was starting in the elder law arena. And I really had to do a lot of it on my own. And I think if I'd had a good mentor who knew this area and could really just back and forth with me on the issues and, and he, you know, I could go to them with just an idea and they could say, that's great. Or "Mm, maybe not so much having that person to back and forth with and to just teach you is going to fast track your ability to become an expert in the area you want to become an expert in. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think a lot of times it's, it's not just the law, right? That, that, that the mentor is providing guidance on. It's, you know, how to show up professionally, how to engage with your clients. It's some of those softer skills, sure. right? That are really critical. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have somebody who can teach you how to build a practice, mm. not just practice law, mm. but build a practice. They're not the same thing. So having someone with that expertise and, you know, find somebody who you want to emulate and it'll, take you a long way. 
In your day-to-day, um, obviously you rely on systems to do what you do. It's not just, I mean, obviously you have scheduling systems and you know practice management type yeah. things. Um, what are some of the tools of the trade that you rely on that, that again, someone in law school may not just, they may not be familiar. Yeah, I mean, we certainly use document drafting software to help us um, customize the documents that we draft for our clients. Those those types of, of softwares are very helpful. Um, quite honestly, we we use tax drafting software, document drafting software. These things are all really just uh, help expedite the process. Yeah. Like if you don't know what you're doing, those things are not going to do them for you, but they just make you more efficient. So anything that you can do from a efficiency standpoint is just going to make your practice run smoother. Yeah. For you um, professionally, uh, I don't know how active you are in attracting your own business, but uh, what types of things have you done to network, to uh, you know increase your you know, potential client introductions, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's that's certainly something that I um, am really starting to do more of. I, I was at um, uh, legal services for a number of years where attracting clients wasn't a priority. So now <laughs> that I'm back in the world of private practice, it is something that I'm, I'm myself working on. But um, I think for me, one of my biggest ways to attract new clients is public presentations. So I yeah. do a lot of community speaking. <laughs> I, I, and right now, most of them are webinars, occasionally in person, but a lot of webinars where we just talk about issues. You know, for example, I might say, you know, in New Jersey, here are the requirements to become eligible for Medicaid. And sometimes people just have no idea. And just sharing information freely with people makes them realize this person might really know what they're talking about. I didn't know that this was a problem for me. Let me go talk to them. And then from once you have those people, then it's a lot of word of mouth. Yeah. But, but the more in the community you can get, the more you can uh, teach the community, mm. the more clients you get. And for me, I also do a lot of speaking with the State Bar Association to other lawyers mm. because other lawyers often need to make referrals to someone who has an expertise in an area. Mm -hmm. So that's another way that, that I get business is yeah. through speaking to lawyers. Have you ever given a presentation and there was only like three people there? I have, <laughs> I have done that, yes. Okay, so that. I, I feel like it's important to share that because that can, that can absolutely happen. And, yeah. and your advice when that happens is- Just do your thing, yeah. talk to them like, and you know what, I always start when it's a low number, make a joke. We talk about, you know, this is a, really an opportunity yeah. because we can, instead of me just talking at you, let's have a conversation. Yeah. So you make it an opportunity instead of looking at it as a Lucky downside, them. you make it right. an opportunity. Yeah. They get more devoted access to you. So. Can, you know, instead of me just talking and talking for an hour, let me go through some stuff. And then you ask me some questions mm. and that might fuel our conversation differently than I was, I was just talking the whole time. Yeah. So it really gives an opportunity for a more one-on-one -on -one connection with those people. Mm -hmm. And so even though you might get one of the three to be a client, that one person had such a 
positive experience with you, they're going to all their friends. Exactly. Right. Right. Uh, in your day to day, what what sorts of things do you do to sustain yourself to to make sure that you can show up 100% when you need to be 100% like any any tips on just like how you manage your life and and career I, i really need to turn off work at times so i have um i have family i have i have a little girl she's three and a half years old and so for me devoting time that's for her really makes it worth it to me because if i was trying to work odd hours and out of the blue it just doesn't work for me so so i set a schedule i work these hours every Monday through Friday. And those are my hours, unless there's an emergency, which does happen from time to time. Welcome to the law, you know, but, but for the most part, I try to stick to that schedule and that helps me devote the time to my family yeah. that helps, you know, you're honoring boundaries, right? Correct. So honoring boundaries is a great way to put yeah. it. Yeah. If we just squish out, you know, our, our business or, our, our, you know, our, our legal brain to a, you know, like an 18 hour window every day, yeah. you know, the, 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 the hours we really need to be devoted, we're, we're going to be less effective. Correct. I think it's a, yeah. And try to get good sleep. Yeah. For me, that's yes. Really important. Right. You know, I'm not one of those people who can get three hours of sleep and no. function well. Right. I'm just not. So. The, and and anybody who thinks otherwise is kidding themselves. <laughs> Maybe short term, you can get away with it. Long term, it, it won't exactly. last. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell us about the the firm as a whole compared to maybe other uh, other firms that practice elder law. Sure. So um, we have so Corzio, Bromberg, and Newman is is a larger firm. We have a lot of practice areas, but the practice area that I'm in is the wealth preservation team, mm. and our team we really have a, a, a unique situation because we have people who specialize in a lot of specific areas. We have someone who does small businesses and tax, you know, people like me who do special needs, disability and elder law. We have uh, people who deal with really high net worth companies. So we have uh, someone on our team that can deal with almost every issue in the elder law arena, which makes us unique that we can we can service almost any situation that a, a person experiences with, if it's not me, someone on our team can help. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, what's the best way if someone's listening to our conversation, love to network with you, uh, you know, partner, um, you know, maybe even, you know, network as far sure. as like job leads yeah, and that yeah. sort of thing. Like what are the best ways to engage or connect yeah, with you? So all of our information is on the company website. Yeah, and what's that URL? Yeah. PBN. So Porzio, Bromberg and Newman. So P is in Paul, B is in boy, N is in Nancy, law.com, pbnlaw.com. We also have a separate website called porzioplanning.com. So either one of those websites has my contact information, um, my email address, my phone number, either way is perfectly fine. Ryan Seclary, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's Audrey Earhart here. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, What I Wish I Learned in Law School. Listen, if you are a successful attorney and you want to share your message and you have something that you want to give back here, I would love you to be to have you there to be a part of my program. And that's again, the What I Wish I Learned in Law School platform. That's our podcast. This is where you're really going to have the opportunity to share our amazing message. And listen, if you got something out of this interview, it's really important that you share our podcast with your social 
social media. It's not just about our social media where we're going to be putting this out on our Instagram, Practice Ready 2, our Facebook, Practice Ready 2. You'll even see it on my LinkedIn, Audrey. And you'll also see it Practice Ready 2's LinkedIn as well. We really want you to be part of this community so we can get your unique message out. We're putting out so many, so much content on a weekly basis. I know you're going to find something that piques your interest. You can learn from, share with your audience too. And listen, you can just do a quick screenshot of your phone number and text it to a friend so they can take a look at everything. They can see what you're up to on social media. They can see what we're up to. And really, this is the way that we're going to help our lawyer community learn what they need to know. There's so much that none of us learned in law school about how to run a business, how to optimize our processes, how to get the right marketing for our practice, how to use legal technology, which changes on a daily basis. Listen, let's get connected. Let's stay connected. I'm so appreciative of you for being here. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Thank you.